0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Hoops Coverage NBA Podcast. Uh, we're trying to work out a better schedule that works will work for both Joey and I. We're thinking once a week, every Tuesday night, the episodes will be recorded, probably uploaded Wednesday mornings. Uh, before we jump into our MVP and rookie of the year's list, we want to, I'm going to go over some headlines recently in the league, uh, recently a video surfaced the internet of LeBron telling Kawhi Leonard that he will keep in touch. Now, we don't know if that's just a friend thing or if it's, like, a free agent kind of thing. But, you know, nobody's made any public comments about it, so it doesn't it doesn't matter at the moment. Uh, the Lakers will offer a four-year, $150 million deal to Jimmy Butler. Uh, I think Jimmy Butler could be a good piece to that team if he doesn't kill the locker room. Uh... Walker Walker's not planning on re-signing with the Hornets at the moment, according to Hornets Insider. And the Mavericks are going to be pursuing him. Uh Zaire Smith is now healthy, although I don't believe he's played yet. Paul George will be playing with a minor rotator cuff tear, which is severe because if he hurts it more, he can be he can miss up to like eight months. Um and then Brandon Ingram was shut down for the year with blood clots, which his surgery was successful. And Lonzo Ball was shut down for a year due to ankle problems. Kobe Bryant came out and said Ben Simmons needs a jump shot at the league, which I don't totally agree with because I think he can be fine. As long as he has a mid-range jump shot and he's surrounded with two or three more shooters, I think he can be just fine and then Magic Johnson actually ignored coaches and other staff members asking to re-sign Julius Erving or Brooke Lopez. I think Julius Erving would have been great. or not. That's Julius Erving, I'm sorry. I meant Julius Randall. But I think Julius Randall would have been great to bring back, especially for, if they could have gotten him for as much as the Lakers got him for. Yeah. And then Brooke Lopez was also not offered a contract in the offseason. The first thing we were talking about is the Rookie of the Year race. Uh, so Joey and I put together a list of our top five. Um, so my number five was Landry Schammett, Uh recently was traded in the Spice-Harris move at the deadline. Uh, I, I think with the Clippers he has a better opportunity to, uh the starting position. I don't think he was starting with the Sixers and he wasn't getting nearly as many minutes as he is getting now. Uh, I think he's gonna be a solid piece for that. Number four, Mitchell Robinson. So he was somebody that went pretty uh, later in the draft. Um, I didn't expect him to start playing as well as he has been as soon as he has. I thought he'd kind of be like a developed guy for two years in the league. he was kind of be developing, and third year he'd get some like, good big minutes, but. Been developing pretty nicely, and I think next year you can be a big piece for this team. Um, at number three, I have DeAndre Ayton. He's actually been flying underneath a lot of people's radars the entire season, averaging a double-double pretty much the entire season. Uh, I think a big part of that is because he plays for Phoenix, but you gotta remember this guy was the number one pick. Uh number two, I have Trey Young. He's just, he's been on fire lately. Um, is, <laughs> I hear I really him say much about him. Number one, I have a guy that he was traded for, Luka Doncic. Uh, I don't think Hawks fans are mad anymore that he was traded for Trae Young. Because, well, Trae Young's been turning out to be great, and Luka Doncic is, he's probably better than Trae Young ever will be, but still got it. They're both have really bright futures. So, my top five for MVP, uh, at number five, I have Nicole Jokic. Uh, he's averaging like 20, 10, and 7-ish on the season. Really good numbers. Uh, His defense has improved a lot since last season, and the Nuggets are the number one seed. So I think in a few years, he definitely can win the MVP award. Uh, at number four, I have Steph Curry. Um, I, I know, me, I kind of thought the same thing to where... Nobody in the Warriors should be eligible for an MVP because how good they were, but he's been playing great this year, and the Warriors seem to struggle without him, so he is a candidate for the MVP award. Well, number three, number three and two are actually really close. My number three is Paul George. My number two is Giannis. Uh, Paul George, like I said earlier on uh, the podcast, Paul George is actually playing. Here rotator cuff injury right now, so he's definitely risk, risking everything right now for Thunder. They've recently dropped to the sixth seed. They blew like a 13 point lead against the Heat. I mean, I just, they got to turn it back up real soon here before they uh, end up having to play the Nuggets or the Warriors in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, number two, I said it's got Giannis. He's been playing really good all season. He just had a monster game against the Sixers. he's averaging like 27 12 and 5 or something. He He's playing really good season and he's been playing really good defense. He's actually better statistically at defense than Paul George this season. And number one, I have Harden, which I don't think is any surprise. Uh, he He's just ridiculous, so he's video he, he game numbers, so he's goofy.
1: My top five rookies of the year is Kevin Knox, um, Alonzo Trier at the fourth spot. At the third spot, I have DeAndre, and at the um, second spot, I have Trae Young, and at the first, I have Luka Doncic, which I do, in fact, think he will win Rookie of the Year. Even though Trae Young is an amazing player and is showing really good numbers towards the end of the season, I still think Luka will win it. Okay, so for my top five MVPs are... I have the number one spot we're going to start with. I have, no doubt about it, James Harden. I mean, is it even really an argument, the fact that he's going to win it? The fact that Chris Paul was out, so was Clint Capella, and still carried them into not even being close to being nice and going to make the playoffs. That's why, and dropping consecutive Thirty or more point games, so it's no question about it. James Harden will most likely win MVP. My second choice is um, Giannis. He had a huge game against um, I forget who it was, Philly, and um, had 50 points, but they still lost, sadly. That just brings up the point that I don't think that they're a championship-caliber team at the moment. That their best player can still drop 50 points and they'll still lose the game. So, my third, I have Paul George. Um, I think he's playing with an injury right now, I don't know. And he's still trying to keep the Thunder alive, even though they've dropped down to a 60. And um, they've gone through... Very hard competitions, the fact that Russell Westbrook went, what, well, one from 15, one for 16. Um, it, the Thunder just dropping off at the moment. <laughs> um, it's, for my, for my fourth is Nikolai, people it's, just like to say the name. Um, I think he, potential winning an MVP in the next upcoming years. <laughs> and, at my fifth, um, I have, uh, both, I do and Stephen Curry, obviously, for the fact that you have a team with three all-stars and still lose the teams when he's not on the court plane. That's my top five players in the MVP race or MVP candidates.
0: So for my EBA finals matchup. I think that Golden State in the West. And then I, I would say Toronto. Uh and then Golden State in six. So Toronto I think, is a better team than Milwaukee. Uh, I think the Sixers, I think they are second-round exits. I don't think they're ready, and I don't think the whole four all-star caliber players will work for them. Um, I think think Golden State, they're 15th in defensive rating this year, which is not very good. That's right in the middle of the league, but I think Kevin Durant, Clay, and Draymond all know that in the playoffs, they have to step it up on defense. Um, another thing I think... Another thing that I think could possibly make Golden State win some games is Demarcus Cousins. Uh, you come back from injuries, he's never been in the playoffs ever. So he's going to be abused with ISO ball. If you so ball. Teams are going to run small ball lineups and they're going to have some sort of switch to get their point guard onto DeMarcus Cousins, and they're gonna play ISO ball, and DeMarcus is just gonna get beat off the dribble, or somebody's gonna get inside, and it's gonna be a mess. So, I think the Warriors gotta figure out what to do with that. I think DeMarcus coming off the bench would be their best option. It's like a six man run straight at small ball center, or Kevin Durant even at small ball center, I think is their best option with that. Uh DeMarc has never been the best friend in the league, especially with him coming off an Achilles injury. I just think that it will be will be a part of any playoff series.